Blog Talk Radio. Be the Light Chapel.com. 
Never know what to expect on the shows. And yes, hope is born every single day when we wake up and every day and night that we tune into the shows. It's Friday, January 28th, 2011. It's hard to believe that January is almost over with. Just a couple more days, but uh, lots of wonderful opportunities coming up. Hello, everyone in the chat room and everyone in the queue to uh, come on the air. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Have with me... um, You've probably seen him all over the internet. He's been on a few other blog talk radio shows and all. Wonderful person. He's been uh, a professional psychic for nearly 22 years. I wish I could say that. I've known about my abilities for a long time, but I haven't used them professionally for that long. But So we're going to have to um, get him on the air in just a moment here. But um, anyway, he's, he's uh, very unique very talented, very gifted. You have to visit his website, which is, let's pull it down because I have to see this now, psychic-wisdom.net. So it's a wonderful website. Check it out. Get a private reading from him after the show. And he has a wonderful accent, too. Hello, David. You're on the air, and welcome to the show. Good evening, Michael, and thank you so much for having me on the show. So where's your accent originate from? Well, the accent, and it really isn't a particularly strong accent by my standards, uh, originates from Glasgow, which is in Scotland. Okay, nice accent. Nice accent. It's not a particularly strong accent by Scottish standards. Uh, In fact, it's actually uh, uh, quite a a neutral accent by their standards, but uh, certainly very popular here in the States. I'm sure it it definitely gets uh, people's attention when you start talking. It does, and I get lots of different um, theories as to where the, the, the accent actually comes from. So far, I've had uh, I've been pegged as being Australian, uh, English, German, occasionally Welsh, and uh, uh, a couple of times uh, from Eastern Europe, which I found interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I was wondering either either Scotland or Ireland, because I have a friend of mine who's from Ireland. And uh, Uh, she's got a little bit of the accent, but it's definitely different. Definitely Glasgow. And, of course, obviously, wherever you go in the UK, you'll have uh, a different uh, choice of accents to go with. So when did you um, first realize you had these abilities? Uh, Well, I would say I've had these abilities certainly since since birth, but uh, there was a – when I was 15, I had a car accident – and I ended up uh, classified as dead on scene, which means they go out to check for vitals and then they zip you up in your wee bag and take you to the morgue. Whereupon I promptly sat up. And uh, after several hours in the theatre where they patched me together again, I kind of got out of the hospital and started to realise that these abilities were becoming more and more out in the open than they'd, than they'd been previously, because up until then I'd been able to ignore it. But it would gotten to a point at that point where it was, you couldn't ignore it, so I started to research and read up on the subject and eventually ended up working in the industry. Where I so still am today. So you do this, uh, this is the only job you do, is doing readings and helping people? At the moment, this is the only job I do, but I do have, I do other things apart from readings. 
And in fact, I've actually just recently opened up a shop on artfire.com. Hmm, we'll have to check that one out. Yeah, if uh, your listeners want to type in flying pig potteries, uh, they'll find me on Artfire and they, they'll, they'll see the work there. Cool, so you're definitely keeping yourself very busy. <laughs> I have a small ceramic studio here actually uh, on site. Oh, that's good. So you can be really uh, creative then. Do the um, you ever get messages from the other side to help you with um, with your pottery and all? On occasion, but not very often. More What's often your... than not, it can... Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Go ahead. Uh, so you were about to ask a question, Michael. Yeah, I was wondering uh, what's your, which uh, abilities do you like using the most? Actually, both of them. Um, the clairvoyance obviously allows me to help a great many people and I have done over the last 20 plus years and the ceramics is a bit of fun it gets me off the computer and out of the house for a little while yeah we need to do that every once in a while get away from the computers <laughs> we certainly do now uh, do you still use uh, tarot and the runes or not as much I use them but not nearly as much as I did in the beginning uh, and I didn't start with tarot. I started using runes instead. And from the runes, then I moved on to another system called Ogum, which you don't see very often here in the States. In fact, I don't think I've ever come across anybody else who uses it. Hmm. And Ogum what's that like? is an Irish system. It's derived from the Ogum tree alphabet. Uh, and where you find runic inscriptions, Michael, you almost invariably find Ogham. And you will find the runic inscription in the middle of the stone, and you'll find the Ogham actually around the edges. Oh, cool. And unlike the, the runes, Ogham was never um, prescribed by the church and driven underground. It was actually used quite openly until it died out roughly at the end of the 17th century when the French and the English took over as being the languages of commerce. How um, how did your family accept you with your abilities? Oh, I have very little to do with the family. They're kind of, um, how can I put it, rather anal about uh, the subject. Not exactly church-going people by any stretch of the imagination, um, but certainly not people that are comfortable with what I do, so I keep my distance. Yeah, sometimes we're better when we do that, even though it is family. Oh, yes, we are. That's very true. Because uh, you can pick your friends, you can pick your enemies, but you really can't pick your family. No, that's for sure. Although some people say we pick a family before we uh, we are uh, born, but sometimes we wonder, why did we pick them for? That's a very good point, and that certainly... I've come across that, say, over the years with people who... Who have actually who firmly believe that they have picked the light of their families before they incarnated on this world. And now, have uh, you ever uh, visited the other side? Uh, on occasion, uh, through meditation and uh, and drumming and so forth in the past, but I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a medium as such. Uh, and and when the other wife... side decides to pass on information, then they will do so, regardless of whether you're a medium or not. Uh, but I don't um, advertise myself as a medium. 
Okay. And your uh, your wife uh, does readings also? Um, she is uh, a non-traditional uh, sculptor. Okay. But she has done readings in the past. So that's uh, definitely, I always ask, you know, how, um, did your abilities help you with your romance when you first met, or did it um, create some issues? You know, I would have to say, actually, that my abilities were uh, not really a problem. Um, and it, it really hasn't been a problem all the way through. So I wouldn't say that's been an issue, though I do, I understand that it can be an issue for, for people when they are getting involved. Yeah, some people, you know, that, don't have it. And much of that, of course, is mainstream society's um, demonizing of what we actually do. Yeah, I know quite a few people that um, they said it's, uh, you know, their other half doesn't understand or or didn't understand when they were dating. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, this is certainly a question that I've come across over the years. I have to say, personally, I haven't found it to be a huge issue. But I do know quite a few um, people in the industry who deliberately keep themselves single for exactly that reason. Because they don't want to have to deal with, uh, you know, breaking in a newbie. Or someone who has absolutely no understanding of what we do. Yeah, it is kind of hard to to explain sometimes. It's certainly not uh, easy. uh, Because we're brought up and we're conditioned... <clears throat> to reject all this. Do you find and it's uh, very children... difficult to break that conditioning? Yeah. Um, do you find children being more open now to it? I think children are a lot more open and certainly a lot more questioning than they were, say, 20 years ago. And that can only really be a good thing. Yeah, hopefully the parents won't uh, be closed-minded and shut them down. Well, the unfortunate thing, of course, is that we are living in the uh, a very dark period, I think, of, of American history in terms of uh, the radicalization here, both of um, of, of the, the right wing and their almost kind of, one would almost say, fascist mind control attempts. Yeah, I have to agree with that one. It's... Uh... It's kind of hard when, we, when you know they're trying to um, force ideas on people. Mm-hmm. And when they can't do that, they'll just go and rewrite the history books. It's been done before. It has, and sadly, it will. Be. It's being done again. Yeah. Would you like to take a couple of calls? I would love to take a couple of calls. Do we have uh, callers online? Oh yes, we've got quite a few people in line already. Well, that's always good. Yes. Eric code 516, you're on the air. Hey, Michael. Hi, David. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you? We're doing, we're doing bro. How are you doing? I'm doing good. good. Thank good. you. Thank you. Okay. And how can we help you tonight, buddy? I wonder what you see happening in my love life. You mean you're going to have one? <laughs> because from what was being shown around you here, it seems that there's been more than a little frustration in the last few months. However, I do feel that you are reaching a turning point here. This doesn't mean you're going to run off with a movie star. But it does appear that there are new doors opening for you. There should already be a relationship, though. 
I'm sorry, there should be a relationship? Yeah, you should already be involved. Mm-hmm. Well, there's someone I have in mind. Do you see a reunion happening? With that particular ex, it might be best actually to think twice about a reunion. Remember, that particular person is an ex for a good reason. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's still holding you to them is your inability to let go and move on. You've got new doors opening. This doesn't mean somebody that you've already been with. This is somebody totally new. Okay. And to be plunged, someone who's actually going to give a crap about your feelings this time around. Okay. So it would be a good idea to shut the doors on the past and move on. Okay. And when do you see someone new coming in? This new individual and uh, is coming into your life, roughly speaking, around Beltane of this year, which is the end of April. But uh, and the onus is really on you here to let go of the crap from the past. Because that's what's holding you back at the moment. Okay. All the should-haves and could-haves and maybe associated here with this past relationship. Let it go and move on. Okay. And once you do so, you're going to be far happier. So that will be an improvement for you. It's not going to be just going round and round and round in the same circle. Right? It's okay. And, of course, if you'd like an in-depth reading, you can go to my website, which is www.psychic-wisdom.net. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You you have a great evening. You too, David. Thank you. Bye. Bye. There are a lot of relationship questions, that's for sure. That's certainly one of the biggest ones that we get. One of the other big issues that we also get, I don't know if you get this um, yourself, Michael, here, is um, people hanging on to ex-partners who evidently don't give a flying rest about their feelings. And some people do this not just for a couple of months, but for decades. I mean, actually, I remember when I did the phone lines, I used to do phone lines many, many years ago. And another woman came on to me and she says, I I want to know when my boyfriend's coming back, son. This is an older woman. I said, so when did you last see him then? Oh, 1968. He went out for a packet of cigarettes. He's never came back. Is he coming back? Uh. Uh, No, he's been dead since 1978. (laughs) Uh, The thing is, love has a tremendous hold over people. Because the conditions, this is what we're expected to do. You know, you hang on for your prince charming or your princess charming or what have you, and you have the the big wedding and all that, and then you're happily ever after. The real world, of course, as we know, doesn't work that way. Now, I had a woman come in today for a reading, um, and she was wanting to know about her ex, and she wasn't sure about getting a reading, and, and I told her, I said, What's wrong with your relationship? And she's like, uh, we broke up. I said, you got a divorce yet? She goes, no. I said, well, you will. And her mouth just dropped. <laughs> a lot and, of people don't want to hear the truth as well, unfortunately. 
Yeah, and they were wanted to know if they were coming back. I said, why would you go back for it? It hasn't changed. And uh, with a lot of them, let's be honest, they never will change. Uh, let's see who else we can help out here as far as our relationship goes. Eric, code 319, you're on the air. Hi, David and Michael. How are you doing, Hi. 319? Hi, I'm doing well, thank you. I have a question, actually. Sorry about that, that was one of my dogs. That's okay. Um, I, I have a question um, about uh, an opportunity for a geographic move has presented itself. Um, okay. It's a new and you're job. still umming and, and you're still umming and eyeing about it as to whether you're going to do it. Well, there I have some concerns about it and I'm I'm just wondering if it's still a good if it would be a good move. Well, it looks as if it would be certainly a move in terms of being able to break the ties of the past and open fresh doors for yourself. But there is also it seems a financial aspect to this as well. Not just the expense of moving. Okay. Uh, so that would be in terms of reestablishing yourself and, and building that new life. Overall, although this looks as if it is going to be a little bit of an upheaval for you, I feel that it would be actually a positive move. Okay. At the end of the day, of course, obviously you're a big girl and you can think for yourself and it is your choice. I I have a, a couple of concerns about it, but okay. The, well, the the area that I'd be moving to has really, in, at least in the winter time, has very poor air quality, and and that concerns me. And um, also, the area is, I'm not of the Mormon faith, and most of the people that live there are Mormon. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not I'm not sure if I'd fit in well, or if I'd be accepted. You can, you can almost hear the banjos, can't you? To be fair to them, though, you know, strange people though they undoubtedly are a lot of the time, it doesn't seem as if it's going to be too much of a hassle for you in the sense that it looks like they're going to keep themselves to themselves. As for the air quality, unfortunately there's not a lot you can truly really do about that. Uh, but it doesn't seem as if it would be an overall disastrous move for you. So it's, it's obviously, of course, up to you to decide if you want to move there. Okay. Okay. All right, well, thank you uh, very much. Did you have any other questions? Nope, that was it. Okay, then. Well, you enjoy the rest of the show, then. Thank you, you too. Or, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Bye. I think it's a force to have it, too, when someone says that, and you're like, oh, you too, and it's like... It certainly is a, a force of habit. And, of course, best of luck to her actually moving into, I, I would assume, Utah. Yeah, that's what she was uh, thinking about moving to with, with the Mormons. Oh, strange, strange people. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> they don't come near my house anymore. Yeah, they don't bother me either. They're like, oh, no, we're going to stay away from him. It's like, okay, bye, have a nice day. <laughs> Area code 858, you're on the air. Hi, David. Hi, Michael. How are you? Uh, we're doing fine. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. I have a question. Um, there is a person that I met, gentleman, two years ago, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen him for a while. I've 
at that time he was involved with someone, but I'm going to see him again at the end of this month. Um, do you see something happening for us, or it will be just friendship? You mean you're going to get anything more than a one-night stand out of him? No, 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 we're not sexually involved, we're just friends. This okay. guy seems to have a lot of issues, as I'm sure you've probably noticed yourself by this time, and he's he is somewhat emotionally damaged. He is emotionally and down? Emotionally damaged, yes. Yeah. He, he's had a lot of problems. He's got a lot of emotional crap from his past. And it would be helpful to be aware of this before you actually take the leap and get involved with this guy. Romantically, it does seem that you are going to get the opportunity to have more than friendship with him. But be very, very cautious with this guy. Um, because this guy is not husband of the month material. Excuse me? He's not husband of the month material. Okay. Uh, this guy has a lot of issues, and you, you really need to be aware of that before you take him on full time. He's more like a player type? Sorry, say again? Is he more like a player type? Not so much a player, just totally screwed up. Doesn't know whether he's coming, going, or already went most of the time. And he has real issues, it seems, forming emotional attachments of any kind. Okay. Um, may I ask one more question? Uh, or what to be blunt, you... the guy's a train wreck. Okay, so he's not a good match. Thank you. Um, what do you see for me in my job situation? Will it be worse? Will it be better? Or what do you see? Sorry? What do you see for me in my job situation? Will it get worse over the next year? Or will it get better? Or it will stay the same? It looks as if it's going to improve for you, at least on the financial front. And certainly career-wise, while this isn't exactly going to be rocket science in the next few months, it does seem that you're going to have a slightly meatier role to work on. Will I stay on that job for the next, like, for 2011? It's likely that you are going to be staying in the job for the time being. But, okay, but... Um... There is a lot of so things the, going on there. Do you they're think? not going to fire you. But not unless you go in and, and touch the place. Yeah. But do you think emotionally, relationship-wise, the situation will improve or will stay the same? Like it was a lot of different things going on there. Yeah, it's likely that it will stay about the same. Well, it's but it seems of, that the work environment will be a little bit more bearable for you. Yeah, it was a lot of competition that created a lot of stress for me, and that's why I was not sure. But there's it's no up other... to you, of course, whether you quit the job and move on elsewhere. There is no place to um, go on. <laughs> well, jobs are pretty thin in the ground at the moment. Do you think I will stay there until the end of 2011? <clears throat> it's likely that you'll have the opportunity to stay at least until 2012. 2012? 2012. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. You enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Erica, 337, you're on the air. Hi. How are you all this evening? Good. We're What's your first name? 
What's your first name? Hello. Rocco, Hello. I'm sorry. Sorry, what was your first name, Han? Raquel. Raphael, okay. And how can we help you tonight, Raphael? No, it's Raquel, I'm sorry. Oh, Rachel. Yes. Okay, and how can we help you tonight then, Rachel? Okay, I'm just, uh, my boss told me today that um, I'm going to, he's going to be getting out of his business soon, so I'm going to be out of a job, so I'm kind of, Wondering Uh-oh. if I'm gonna what? have, yeah. <laughs> and I've been, and I mean, I was in a job since last year. I was, I worked for a job for six years and lost my job. So it's kind of like job mm-hmm. after job after job. I want to see if I'm it, gonna it's have. It's not anything. fun when that happens. It's not fun. On the work no, front, though, not. it doesn't appear that you're going to have too many problems actually getting a job when this eventually goes down the pan, which won't be for a while yet. So that gives you plenty of time to start networking just now and focus on where you want to go on the career front. Okay. It doesn't appear that you're going to be, um, what's that expression you use here, claiming welfare. Okay. So it looks like you'll be able to avoid that particular dubious pleasure. Okay, great. (laughs) And this means actually that on the career front, you are going to be able to go from one job to the other. But it's not going to be, you're not going to actually really be um, stuck for a while yet, at least until the end of the year. Okay, okay. But the end of the year is October. Oh, I can see a look of confusion. The end of October is the end of the ancient year, and round about that time is when uh, things are likely to go a little pear-shaped in the present job. So by then, it would be helpful to have um, networked yourself into a new job. Okay. So that gives you plenty of time. Okay, great. Great. Um, now I also have another question. Okay. Okay, it's um with my relationship. Do, the, do you see it lasting forever? <laughs> you mean is it going to make a bit more of an effort? Yes. From the look of things, you seem to have been carrying this relationship most of the time. And yes. it looks as it can be just a little bit immature. Yes. <laughs> and in fact, actually a little bit of a chancer, as we would say. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's for you to decide, really, if this guy actually deserves what you've got to offer. Or whether you actually have had basically enough of his crap and you're ready to move on. Uh. <laughs> Part of the issue here seems to be your confidence when it relates to guys, because you haven't had much luck with men. No, no, never. (laughs) And in fact, the last three have been complete wankers. Yes, definitely. You don't need this guy to make you a whole person. And that's part of the problem here, is that you're looking for validation in in other people. Yes, you're right. You don't need that crap. Because this guy isn't no. going to validate you. No. He's just going to continue to um, mess around and make stupid comments. <laughs> that is so That is so right on. <laughs> what yeah. he really needs is a kick in the balls and told to piss off. Yeah. 
That would be perfect. But you're afraid to do that because you're afraid to be on your own. Yep. Absolutely. But this way, you are on your own because he does diggly squat for you. Yeah. You know, he doesn't yep. help out. He doesn't contribute. He doesn't give you anything. No. Not mentally. Not even physically at this point, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid the expression limp noodle comes to mind. Yeah, you got that right on the, yeah. You don't need that kind of crap. <laughs> you've been there, you've done it, you've bought the T-shirts, time to, to move on and figure out actually what you want rather than what suits other people. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and of course, don't forget if you'd like a, a, a in-depth reading, you can go to my site, which is www.psychic-wisdom.net. Thank you all so much. Okay. You have a great evening. Y'all too. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. We have a, a chat room also, and. Uh... Quite a few people in there that that love the way that you just say it the way it is. Well, you know, I grew up in the back streets of Glasgow, Michael. And when I started doing readings, I used to do face-to-face readings in pubs, at what you guys would call bars. or well, and, and we would go into places and we'd have women coming up to you with a broken buck-sass bottle saying, if I don't like what I see, this bottle's going straight in your face. And we meant yep. it. We don't see much in the way of gun crime in, in Scotland. We see a lot of knife crime because knives are easy to get hold of and it's like your your other national pastime there of uh, fighting with each other. So that, so that was, must have been a scary experience. You know, when you've been brought up in, in that kind of environment, it's really not. It's something you just take for granted as being normal behavior with people. Uh, especially when you come from the kind of the rough areas of Glasgow the way I have. So what you do is you learn to to deal with that, which means you can go into uh, areas here that even the police won't go into, do readings, have the balls to sit there, do the reading, get paid, and go home without getting knifed. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to do do that. that. In order to do that, you have to be able to actually do a reading and be completely honest with the better. Because these people can smell weakness the way sharks smell blood in the water. Well, you managed to make it through that. I made it, well, I made it through that. I did that for quite a number of years and we used to have road shows all over central Scotland. So it was actually, you- it was interesting because we got to go into areas that for the most part people just don't go to anymore or you know, you see the kind of the, the privation in these areas. You know, because although the kind of the tourist board likes to say that everybody's all happy and jolly and smiley in Scotland, in fact we're not. We have an unemployment rate there just now of one in three. Uh we have no heavy industry left, we no almost no manufacturing. I lived in Glasgow for many, many years, and we had, um, certainly when I was growing up, there were still shipyards in Glasgow. And at one time, I'm told, there was over 100, 100, 120 shipyards. Guess how many we have now? Only a couple? One. 
We have one. one. We have one, and it's not even owned uh, by Scots anymore. It's owned by someone in Norway. So you go into these areas of Scotland when you're doing these roadshows, and you see the, the privation of people here who are living hand-to-mouth existences who have gone from being hard-working people, you know, they would have been in coal mining, shipbuilding, manufacturing, whatever, and they have nothing left. It's a humbling experience. We've got a person in the chat room. Uh, her name mm-hmm. is Open Wings with Hazel. She said, the garbles are scary, but this Eidenberg last would not go near these places. Mm-hmm. You know, the garbles... Um, it's a very scary place in Glasgow, you're quite right. It, it's shithole, and the reason for that is the local administration for the last 50-odd years have allowed it to be so. And that's the unfortunate reality of it. It's not the posh end of town, so they're not interested. There's a lot of good people in the Garbles, though, and a lot of very hard-working people there. And you just have to not be afraid, and uh, you'll be fine. No. I think if you go into these areas with the assumption here that you're going to get jumped, mugged, and dragged into the bushes and battered, that's exactly what's going to happen. Because to an extent, we create our own reality. Yeah, it's just like me when I when I went visiting New York City and um, I'm taking a subway through Harlem in the Bronx at three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, and yeah. you know, and I'm walking in front of the Apollo Theater during the daytime all by myself, and everyone's like, "Weren't you afraid?" I said, "Of what?" Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, a lot of the time, what we have to be afraid of is the fears that we create for ourselves. And go ahead. That and the fact that the media likes to paint these areas as being hellholes doesn't help. No, because everyone's then, you know, that's all they feel that there is in that area, and, and it's a shame, actually. Mm-hmm. It is a shame because I'm sure that I've, I've never actually been to New York City itself. Um, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of very hard-working people in Harlem. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful, you know, beautiful part of uh, of New York. And like I said, you know, I'm walking through there, and and mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone's like, "Well, weren't you afraid?" I'm like, "No." So, so you know, a friend of mine went to New York a number of years ago, and he was, I think he was somewhere in Harlem at night, and this uh, black guy pulled a knife on him. And this guy, and the, the friend of mine says, oh, here's your big man, here's my wallet, and I just leave us alone. And the black guy stops, he says, hey, you're from Scotland? Oh, I, I'm from Glasgow, he says. The two of them went off and went drinking for the rest of the night. Apparently, they still keep in touch. But again, it's yeah. down to our perception of how these people actually are. Yeah. And a lot of the time, they turn out to be completely different from who we think they are. Let me go ahead and take a couple more calls here. Okay. Area code 774, you're on the air. Hello, good evening. Good evening, 774. How's it going? Pretty good. How's it going with you? Bloody freezing. <laughs> the dog's pissing <laughs> up and about she won't come back in. Go on, And how can we help you tonight? Well, I was curious to know where mm-hmm. you see me on December 22nd, 2012. You mean, are you going to be evaporating into a puff of mist with the world blowing up? <laughs> no, I know I won't be a puff of mist. <laughs> That's good, because the world isn't going to blow up in 2012. No, um, I know that. All these references that we see are a load of complete shite, basically. They come from 
misinterpretations of the Popol Vuh, which was written by some obviously very drunk Portuguese priests about 200 years after the fact. And what the Mayan calendar was referring to was the end of one cycle, not the end of the world. Understood. So you're going to be right. You're going to be alive in 2012. You can relax on that one. Right. Oh, I definitely know I'm going to be alive. I just wanted <laughs> to know how you how you picture me, how you see me, or my you mean, environment. Are you going to or... be... Well, from the look of things, it seems as if you're going to be able to completely recreate your life at that point, almost like a phoenix. Because it seems that there's a whole new chapter coming up for you. Interesting. And it doesn't seem as if you're going to be on your own either. Okay. In as far as it looks as if romantically, things are actually going to be pretty stable for you. Awesome. So that's going to be an improvement. (laughs) Most definitely. Thank you very much. I deeply appreciate your insight. It also looks as if you're going to lose some of that weight as well. Awesome. Insofar as you're not going to be looking at yourself and seeing Jabba the Hutt. You're actually going to start <laughs> looking at yourself more objectively. Oh, well, uh, I'm pretty close to my weight goal. I'm within 10 pounds. <laughs> it's not so much your weight goal, sweetheart. It's more the fact of how you view yourself. Yeah. Insofar as that you haven't exactly been your, be- your own best friend in the past. But at least you're moving past that, which is something, and you are going to finally find the the stability and happiness that you've been looking for. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate all your time. Have a a good night. Did you have another question? No, I think I'm all set. I appreciate your insight. Thank you very much. You enjoy the rest of your evening, then. Thank you very much. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Michael. And if anyone wants a, a further in-depth one-on-one reading, which is uh, you know a lot better than than doing you know a short one here on the radio, just visit uh, David's website at psychic-wisdom.net, and you can go ahead and get a reading with him there. They can also find me, of course, on lifeperson.com. And uh, under is uh, David James. Do you have a different name you go on under there, or no, no, it's uh, David James Psychic Wisdom makes it easier for them to find my site while writing piggyback on my person. It's a good idea. Well, they won't, they're they not bothered in doing as much advertising as they should, so every little helps. And I've been on Life Person now for quite a number of years and since the beginning of the end of 2004, in fact. And I'm currently the highest rated advisor on their entire site. So you've been, uh, you've been with them for a while then? I've been with them since before they were live person. Well, good. I have to check you out on there then, too. And in fact, if you check out that site, you'll find over 800 pages of uh, reviews from happy and not-so-happy clients uh, over the last few years, which goes all the way back to December of 2004. Was it December? No, it was November of 2004, sorry. All the way up to the present day. And live person, of course, is around 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you, that keeps you definitely busy, too, then, with the calls. Well, that keeps me occupied and certainly out of mischief. And the great thing, of course, with this type of work, when you're doing it you know, over a website, as long as you can get Internet access 
obviously, as long as you're not in Egypt this week, of course, then you can actually work. I know it's terrible what's going on in, in a lot of places in the world. Well, you know, I think with the, the whole situation in Egypt, this has been brewing for a while. And it's unfortunate that the only way for these uh, poor souls to get any kind of notice from the government is actually to start kicking their asses. Let's go ahead and take another caller here. Mm-hmm. Area code 404. What's your first name? You're on the air. Hi, my name is Angie. How are you doing, Angie? I'm great. I wanted to see um, if you can tell me something about my career coming up. You mean you're actually going to be a bit more secure for once? I'm sorry? You mean you're going to be a bit more secure for once? Right. Because at the moment you seem to be in a little bit of a void, Angie, as if you've been going in circles. Right. No wonder you're fed up. Huh? It looks as if, I said, no wonder you're a bit fed up, i.e. pissed off with the direction your career's not going in at the moment. Mm-hmm. It looks as if there are going to be some positive changes coming up for you, but this would be a good time to sit down and actually have a plan and have a focus of what you actually want to do. Mm-hmm. Because in some respects, it seems almost as if you've really settled with what you've got at the moment. But it's not you, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, but it seems to be a job actually here that uh, a kind of tame hamster could do. You're capable of a lot more. Mm-hmm. And this, what do you do just now, Angie? Uh, well, I've been an employee for about three years now. Well, hey, that's a job in itself, trying to find a job. Right. And they don't make it easy for you to actually claim the money that you've worked for either here, apparently. They make you jump through hoops for it, mm-hmm. which is, um, to my mind, is unfair because you've, you've paid into this it's your money. On the work front, it doesn't look as if you're going to be stuck for very much longer. But mm-hmm. this would be a time to have a, a plan of what you actually want to do. And it would also be a good time to consider going back into education as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the real problem here, though, seems to be confidence and faith in your own abilities. Mm-hmm. You're not stupid. Give yourself a shake and go for it. You've already got a pretty good idea of what you want to do. It's just a case of giving yourself a nudge and going for it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you actually start reaching out for it, you're, you're actually going to start to get what you want. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a question of if you ever find a job. It's a question here of when you find a job. Mm-hmm. And it looks as if you are going to be able to land a job here before the summer. Okay. What did you do before? I was a hairstylist. All right, dirty job, but someone has to do it, unfortunately. Not not exactly well paid, though. Mm-hmm. But you have got the ability to actually do this yourself with running your own, like running your own business. Mm-hmm. So do that you, might do you see a relocation come up? Do you see a relocation? It looks as if you are going to get the opportunity to move. The real question for you is where you want to go and how it's going to benefit you. Mm-hmm. Another option to consider would be to do like, um, 
getting like your hairdressing gear together and actually going to people's houses and doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it looks as if you would actually be able, again be able to make a, a modest wee living out of that, which in turn would allow you to build it up into something more. You've got the ability, you've got the the skill set. It's just a case of going for it. Okay. The only thing that's holding you back is safe fear itself. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. You mm-hmm. enjoy the rest of your evening, Angie. Thank you very much. Uh, there we go. Time for one more. And that's always another thing that gets me as well, Michael, with this country here is that we work we all work hard and we pay into the system. Then when we need it to make it your your job almost impossible to get what's due to you. Oh yeah. That's that's the hard part. That's what I hate about big working one, of course, for people. And the other big one that gets me is the healthcare system here. No. Yeah. Healthcare system. We don't have one. No, you really don't actually and it's it's quite terrifying in a way because the only ones who are actually Benefiting out of this is the healthcare companies. Oh, I can see a few heads nodding in the chat room in agreement. You know, when we moved up here, um, as you may have seen on the bio, we moved from Florida up here to upstate New York. And we got up, we were driving up, we got as far as Pittsburgh. And I don't drive, never drove in the UK, I don't drive here. And we had, we had a little fender bender on the highway. So I ended up with a Facebook laptop right through, you know, really. You know, it's a horrendous big hole in my face. The wife ended up with some cuts and bruises. Fortunately, both of us were okay, and we had three dogs in the back of the car. We get to a local hospital, and their only interest was, well, how are you going to pay for this? Now, you know, to my mind, that shouldn't be the first word out of the mouth at the hospital. Yeah, no, it shouldn't. But it unfortunately, really it is. It certainly is. It certainly is. But... Uh, Hopefully that's something that um, Obama will get his finger out of his backside and actually do before he gets kicked out of office. Uh, hopefully something gets done real soon. <laughs> yeah, I think actually America needs to wake up and realize that they're being asterisked by the, um, the powers that be and start taking control of the country again. Yeah, instead of letting big business take uh, take the control of everything. Which is exactly what's happening. Big business here in the States is a bit like the medieval church. Yeah, it's either their way or no way. Exactly. An obscene amount of power and absolutely no morals behind it. Let's go ahead and take one more caller. Okay. Hello, Egypt girl, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. We're good. And I can. And uh, sorry, what was your first name, sweetheart? Um, my first name is Nicole. How are you doing, Nicole? I'm doing lovely. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay. And what can we do for you tonight, Nicole? My question to you, um, David, is um, I just wanted to know when you felt that my relationship will have more substance and commitment to it. When is my stepping stone? going to happen with my boyfriend. You mean is he going to be less of a prick and actually commit to you? I'm sorry? Well, he seems a little bit wet in some ways, Nicole, so if you've been making all the effort here and, and getting very little back from him. 
Um, Although, mm-hmm. to give the guy some credit, he does have feelings towards you. Mm-hmm. But he does need a good slap. <laughs> yes, a nudge, right? And it looks as if certainly his issues in the past actually do need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Now, I take it what you wanted out of him was marriage and commitment and 2.4 kids and a hyena in the backyard. <laughs> Something like that. Mm-hmm. It looks as if you are going to get be able to drag him down the aisle kicking and screaming. But he needs to... He really needs to grow up mm-hmm. and stop being such a crybaby. Mm. You're not the psycho that he dated in the past. And it's time that he stopped judging you by that yardstick. Yeah, well, I, I don't know any relationships in his past. I never really bring them up because I just figure, you know, everyone has a past. I, you know, so I'm, well, I'm sure. everybody has a past. Some are more salacious than others, of course. Part of the issue as well here is also communication between you two. Yes, it's a long distance, so. Well, that's never fun. Turn the long yeah. distance then. Been there, bought it, bought the T-shirt. Not fun. <laughs> But you do need to work on the, the communication aspect of it. Yes, totally. Do you see you when always, um, it would all fall in place? Do you pick up? Are you good with times or not? Not so much. Well, you know, this is an interesting question for psychics. I don't know what Michael's take on this. The time, as we understand it, doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's a construct that we've created to stop ourselves going completely la la. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm mean, looking. The example here is that. Uh, Daisy, my big Bernese mind dog here, thinks it's time for walkies, when in fact it really isn't. Exactly. Her concept of time is very different from my other dog's concept of time, who's fast asleep snowing. And our concept of time, again, is also very different. Now, when you're getting information from the other side, which is what clairvoyant ability really is, whether you call yourself a medium, tarot reader, psychic, or whatever, the concept of linear time is completely irrelevant and doesn't exist. Uh-huh. So at best, a lot of us use what are termed as familiarity timings, i.e. if you kind of, like you're, you're doing a reading for someone and you've got kind of a concept of a specific time of the year, then that's often the best indicator of when that event is actually going to occur. Okay. Now, in terms of you actually getting this guy to grow up and actually marry you, it's going to take a while yet. And this would be a time actually here to maybe start suggesting actually then in talking to him and saying look this is the time to take this to the next level or get the fuck out of my life yes I actually just did that a lot not a few days ago I didn't say it like that it was very loving I actually sent him a message and basically I was just truth to myself and I told him how I felt and basically in a loving way I said I want to see you but I'm not going to sacrifice my soul anymore if there's no substance so I know he's mm-hmm. processing this message. He hasn't responded to me yet, which is typical of him. He's a particular yeah, type he's of sulking. person. He's sulking. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what do we do with little boys who sulk? <laughs> well, if you're from Glasgow, you give them a clip around the ear hole and tell them to stop. Yeah. But you don't do that here. That's called child cruelty. But one yeah. thing that little children don't like when they're throwing a tantrum is to be ignored. And the fact here that you've left him to stew like a five-year-old is actually working because it looks like he's going to get his finger out of his butt and make more of an effort. Yes, I told him lovingly. I said, I'd rather just live with the memories if, you know, things mm-hmm. are just going to be like this. Because, you know, and yeah. I felt ex- exactly what I said. I 
have no regrets because that's how I feel. If I would have said anything else, I would have been lying to myself, you know? The other thing as well is you don't need this guy to validate you to be a whole person either because he's only a bloke. Mm-hmm. And um, that's another important life lesson that a lot of people seem to completely forget about is it look for validation in other people. Yeah. They don't look at it within themselves and say, well, you know, I'm this, 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 and this, and I don't need people to tell me that I am. Yes, totally. How do you think he feels in regards to the message since I haven't heard from him? Like, what is going through his head when he read my message? Like, what's going on with him? Well, it looks like he's behaving like a seven-year-old and trying to ignore the whole situation and blame it on everybody else as he always does. Mm-hmm. Because he's not mature enough really to accept that the relationship either has to move to the next level or it has to end. Yes, totally. Where is he based? In the UK. Oh, right. What part of the UK is he in? Um, I'm not really good with cities, but in the main main city where where the top shop um, store is. Are you familiar with it? In London. In London. I don't know what city. <laughs> top shop is all over the country, sweetheart. Well, or at least yeah. it used to be. Yeah, well, was, uh, yeah. So he's what, in London? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice city if you're visiting. Crappy place to live in. Very yeah, I've been there many times. It rains like crazy over there. That's what all about. This is what yeah. I always hear about people. Oh, I went to Scotland and it rained. Of course it bloody rained. Where did you think you were? Benidorm? Of course it's going to rain. That's what the UK is all about. Yeah. That's why we're off to face and miserable because it's always yeah. raining. So he travels um, a lot, so he's not really there well, all the time. You know, time. the guy seems to, to give him some credit here. He does seem to be into He just needs to grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the two of you getting married, it doesn't look as if that's going to be a huge hurdle. Mm-hmm. You know, and it does seem actually here that you are going to have no real problem getting them a green card. Good, good. Which, in fact, aren't green at all, they're kind of piece of yellow colour. <laughs> I was so disappointed, I would expect to be shiny green card and I got a wee horrible pukey yellow thing. <laughs> Do, do you feel that he will respond on his own in regards to... I know you mentioned that he is being like a seven-year-old kid and kind of ignoring it and not trying to think mm-hmm. about it. I you'll hear from him that, Shane, in the not-too-distant future. It's just up to you to decide if he really deserves you. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, don't feel like following up with him. I know when I told some friends we could follow up with him and see, you know, where he is. And I said, no, if he wants to reach out after he's done processing then he can reach out because I just don't want any more vague answers just to kind of mm-hmm. keep me going. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah, straight dangling you on the, like the carrot. Exactly. And so you feel him being the one that finally reaches out or do you feel that I mm-hmm. should follow up with him? It's obviously up to you whether you reach out and, and wrestle his cage or not. But it might be an idea to make him sweat for change. Yeah, I don't want to exactly let him sweat a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it looks like there's also some cultural issues here as well to be resolved. Yes. I mean, he's a, he's a similar culture, not exactly, but it is a little culture difference between him and I, yes. Mm-hmm. Where, where is he from? Um, he doesn't look English. Well, he's not English, no. He's actually from a country in Africa, and I'm from Egypt. Mm-hmm. No, and Egypt's not a safe place to be at the moment, unfortunately. Oh, I know. My heart goes out to my family very there. Very depressing, and yet they're very hard-working people. 
very hard. I'm actually very happy they're sticking up for themselves. I know we there in the summertime, and yeah, it's a well, lovely, M- lovely place. as tall as we all know. Yes, yes, you know. The only thing is keeping him in, in power is American money. Exactly. That's that's just like Bush being in president for thirty years. No one would like that. You know, the the president there. <laughs> oh God, help us if we had Bush for thirty years. The oh best my. Part of him ran down his daddy's leg. Oh my God, the president has been in in you know president for thirty years. That's like unacceptable. You know. You know, we we had a good enough laugh at Reagan in the UK because the guy had dementia and he was at his rocker. Bush uh-huh. was terrifying because this guy was not only off his rocker, he was vicious with it. Uh huh. Um, and Mubarak's not far behind him in, in in terms of actually having a good old dose of the crazy. Uh-huh. Exactly. So to everybody in Egypt, we're all looking for your kicky's ass. I know, it's the energy, you know, and, you know, so funny, like, um, the president in Egypt just not long ago said, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll have a new government, I'll stay, though. Like, no, we want you to go, we don't want, <laughs> you know, the government to leave, like, yeah, I think what we can safely say is that he's going to do an Oliver Cromwell, he's dissolved the government there, and now he's shitting his pants hiding behind the sofa waiting for the revolution to come. Exactly, exactly. He needs to go leave, like, do you feel like they... It will happen, or you don't know what's going to happen with with him, with the country right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is it's unfortunate because you know, as always happens, these things people are going to end up losing their lives over it. But you know, at the end of the day, yes. he needs to go. He really There's needs a long vacation. And they and they uh, cut the internet and Facebook and Twitter, so if there's no communication, and and that's horrible. You know, oh, people are getting around that one. People are getting around that one. Uh, they're using uh, proxy servers and dial-up to get the, the message out of the country. Exactly. They're finding their ways. Mm-hmm. But your own life, though, is certainly going to improve, and it does seem that uh, while this guy has been a bit of a, a bit immature and childish here, when he gets his act together. Yeah. So you are going to be, for once, a happy bunny. Yay! After after over four years of hard work and you know crazy emotions, I've definitely had a host of emotions out of this relationship. He's tested everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's often the case. Of course, the the cultural aspects of it doesn't help. Yeah. Um, but you know there are going to be improvements between you and him. Mhm. Oh, good, good. And and when you know, I know you probably have to go soon, but when he does respond, is it gonna be a positive response, a compromise or yeah, it looks a negative? Like he's gonna be a lot less sulky than he's been put it that way. Okay, so he'll be open more open up so I won't get any vague answers. Do you feel I'll get another vague answer or he's gonna open up just It looks so as like if you're gonna get a lot less crap from him. Okay. And again, it's also a case of making your position very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Because even though you've invested like four years of your life with this guy, you could replace him in a heartbeat. Mhm. Mhm. And that's something he needs to kind of wake up and, and smell the coffee about. No, seriously, because you know what, what they say is out of sight, out of mind. But even though it's hard, because your heart is still attached to this person, as time is healing, and it you know the longer that you go without seeing somebody, it does it does definitely heal you? But it's hard, though. You know. Well, it's not without reason that love was once described as the devil's madness. And you'll find that reference in the Annals Cumbri, which uh, were written roughly around the 5th century. 
Okay. Well, thank you for your okay. call. So you enjoy I, the rest of your evening. Likewise. Have a good night. You good too. Bye-bye now. Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. I want to thank you. We ran out of time with you tonight. I want to thank you okay. for joining me here. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I can get you back on the show again. Oh, I'm certainly available um, most of the time. Okay, well, we'll be talking some more, and uh, like I uh, tell everyone, if um, you, they can visit you at psychic.wisdom.net. Uh-huh, psychic-wisdom.net. You can also find me on, uh, of course, my art fire shop, which is Flying Pig Pottery. And you can find me on liveperson.com. Are you on Facebook and Twitter also? I'm also available on Facebook and Twitter. And I also have a fan page on, on Facebook as well. Cool. Give me two well, seconds. I'll bring this up. Sure. How much time do we have left? Okay. Oh, we got plenty right, of time. The, <laughs> you've got the David James Psychic Wisdom fan page. So they'll be able to actually get updates from, from me on there. And, of course, I'm also on Twitter as well. Which, uh, the Twitter link, I believe, is David James 2522. Well, we look forward to getting to talk to you some more. Okay, well, thank you very much for having me, Michael. You have yourself a wonderful evening. And I hope we've actually been able to help some of your colleagues that have uh, phoned in tonight. I'm sure we have. I've been getting some private messages and and how you've already helped them a lot. That's great. You have a great evening, Michael, and I have to say thank you very much to our audience for joining us tonight on Block Talk Radio. Thank you. Have a great night. Bye-bye now. Bye. And we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back. And you have me for the next hour. You see, we have to do two-hour shows, and some of the guests only want to do one hour. But sponsors are like, we want two. Okay, I can do two. So we'll be right back. i got to play a commercial and then a song, and I'll return and take some more callers, and I'll help you out with my abilities. We'll get the job done for you tonight where you're going to be the light. Bubba here to talk to you about Bid66.com. It's fun, it's easy, and if you sign up right now at Bid66.com, you get 10 free bids. How about an Apple iPad, an Xbox? I bought mine for $30 at Bid66.com. Pirate tickets, gift cards, get your kicks from Bid66.com. Plus, free shipping straight from the factory. Where else can you get that? Nowhere. Go to bid 66 dot com right now.
everybody, and welcome back to the show. Had to take a short little break there and re-energize. It's always interesting when we have guests on. And I used to work for, um, I, I have an account with Live Person. I have one with Keen. You know, I've worked with um, with a couple of the others. Uh, but I like working for myself. And that's why you can get a hold of me on my website, um, a couple of my websites, uh, Reverend Michael, R-E-V, MichaelCarbone.com, GayPsychicOnline.com, and my newest one for our church is BeTheLightChapel.com. So you can find me all over the place. So you can always get a hold of me, and if you're in the uh, Tampa Bay area, you know, I do private readings, I do um, parties and group readings, and you can also visit me too at my uh, metaphysical shop location that I have. So, and yes, we're trying to build a church, and technically we are un, unlike any other metaphysical church that's out there, because we do the radio, and we're getting ready to do video. So, when we do all of these shows, these are actually technically services for the church. You know, you have you know regular church services and all, and, um, you know, we happen to have services um, five nights a week. And we have special guests on that help with those. And uh, sometimes, you know, it's just myself. But most of the time, you know, we'll have special guests on to help you out. We're not the very churchy type. You know, we will have, uh, when we get to physical location, we will have um, somewhat traditional type services where, you know, we'll be doing things. We're going to be adding some video. and It's quite unique and different, to say the least. We have classes that we'll be putting online that, to go ahead and help you open up your psychic abilities and help teach for Reiki and other healing modalities. So lots of wonderful opportunities. And please visit our sponsors, visit our guests. Um, our guests, we're so lucky to have them come on the show and give of their time. That's why some of them only do an hour. We have some that will do you know, the full two hours, and we've even had some that did three hours. They're just like, oh, keep going, extend the show. It's like, okay. So, you know, it's really nice that they're able to go ahead and do that. And our sponsors help pay our costs. Because on Blog Talk Radio, we upgraded our account so we can reach more people to the pro account. It costs us $250 a month. Uh, but it allows us to go ahead and have these shows where, you know, we can get these, um, you know, a lot of people to help tune in. And a lot of people want to be guests on the show to help you out. And we have... You know, if someone's like, oh, well, you know, I, re- I tried calling in a show, and it's been busy. And with this account here, we can have 250 people in the queue. So there's never a busy signal. So, but, um, you know, we're always real busy, and that's why, you know, every little bit does help. So if you can help out with a donation of even a dollar, you know, visit our website, uh, bethelikechapel.com. There's a button down at the bottom there. You can just go ahead and click on it and make a small little donation that is Highly appreciated because we also have the expense of the websites and um, the advertising we do. So we're uh, and trying to also put money into the building fund so we can go ahead and get the physical location for the church. So like you know, like the website says, we're unlike any other metaphysical church that you're going to find out there. We actually reach out to people on a global level. People who are on our mailing list from all over the world join our mailing list up there too. You'll be able to. Be updated every week as to the week's guests and what they're going to be talking about. 
because uh, BTR only goes, I think, for three days out. So this way you'll have a full week ahead of time as to what's coming on because um, Jeff Baker is coming on in a couple of days. So we just booked him last night. He's like, um, is that, you know, that night's still open? It's like, yeah. So he's like, I'll, I'll take that. And he's been on hiatus. So he's he's coming back on hi- uh, from hiatus and all and wanting to be on the show. And um, so he said he doesn't have any other time left, uh, you know, available after this for quite a while. And he's wanting to get on here and um, be able to help all of you. So that's why we have the format changed and we're now called Be the Light Now because we're going to help you to be the light. So I'm just going to give a shout out also to um, everyone who's listening in on uh, NAPPN.net, North American Psychic Paranormal Network. We're streaming live on their show. And uh, Chicky, who is in the chat room, she's uh, one of the uh, founding members there. It's her website. So visit visit NAPPN.net. Lots of great people on there. We're also streaming the shows live on Psychic Radio Now and uh, Live Chat Radio, uh, both .coms. Those are our, our other streaming websites. We can listen to us on your iPhone and iPads and Android phones, the whole bit. So we're reaching out on a global level. That's the calling that I've had since last year to go ahead and do this because I am an ordained minister as well as a psychic and Reiki master and tarot reader. So lots of wonderful opportunities um, coming in store here. Erica 954, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, how can I help you tonight? Hi, yes. Um, I have uh, two questions. Well, one question that's a two-part question. Um, I wanted to know if this year I wanted to get a car and um, move into uh, a new place, and I wanted to know would I be able to accomplish those goals by the end of this year? Yes. Um, seeing the, the, the vehicle in June, right around the 20th, 21st of June, and I want to say the end of July going into August for the move. Okay. All right. And then, and I'll have, after I do it, I'll I'll be able to, well, definitely with the car, I'll be able to afford it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll be able to afford it. You won't have any problems. Um, okay. You'll, you'll manage to be able to work it all out. Okay. That was it. Okay. Well, let me know how everything works out for you. All right, thank you. You're welcome, dear. Have a good night. All right, you too. Bye-bye. And don't forget, uh, there's two things, actually, and I, and I didn't realize about the other one. Uh, Marcus has a favorite, and Addis is a friend. It lets me know that you really appreciate the shows. And you'll also get reminded, like, I think up to an hour ahead of time of uh, shows coming up. And also, you can rate the shows. I guess you can go ahead and there's a rating scale that you can do on here too. So, you know, go ahead and rate the shows, leave comments and all. And don't forget, you know, tweet us, blog about us, uh, let your friends know on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, High Five, all of them. You know, just um, click on the share button up there and, you know, let everyone know about us. And, you know, BTR is getting ready to change in, in February. So a lot of shows will be vanishing. So, um, you know, the, the shows here are going to get a lot busier, a lot more people on here. We've had people calling in 15 minutes before the shows now to get in, in the queue. So that's why some people are like, oh, I've been waiting over an hour. It's like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's 
the way it's becoming now, and uh, you know, people are calling in. So I'm trying to get my guests to stay longer, but that's why with me having the abilities too, I can go ahead and, and uh, help you out, and take some of your callers. Area code seven zero eight. You're on the air. Hello, Michael. How are you? Good. How are you, dear? Good. Uh, my name is Eileen. And how can I help and, you? Um, I have a couple things. Um, wondering about uh, a car, also. Um, money, my career, everything. Oh, um, so, I actually see in the car in April. April. Yep. Oh, okay. And um, what about the career? Career. I'm not seeing a big um, change with that until like June or July. It's going to take a little while for that. It is. Okay. So once it does so, uh, it's going to go ahead and um, everything will be okay for you. So it's going to gra- it's going to continuously, you know, climb up. Okay. Um, can you tell me, am I in the right field? Yeah, you definitely are. I'm getting a real strong uh, yes, yes, yes. You know, you're you're doing the right thing. Just got to keep being patient. Okay. Because I feel like I'm being pulled in two different directions. And yeah, that's um, yeah. They're they're wanting to test you, uh, but you're definitely in the right field for right now. Okay. And just one more little question: sure. Do you see a significant other in my life soon? End of October, beginning of November. Okay. So that's you know that's the very latest is when that will happen. Okay. Okay, great. Thank so you. So just gotta so hang much. in there. You're welcome, dear. Let me know how it works out for you. I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Yeah, a lot of times when when I see dates and uh, you know time frames like that. That's the very latest that it'll happen. Um, you know, a lot of opportunities, a lot of things can change between now and then. And that's that's where your free will comes in. And wanting to know, like I had a woman come in today wanting a reading, and, and like I was talking about earlier, she was a little skeptic, uh, a little bit. She was like, oh, I don't know, and, you know, and, and wanted to know how good. And I said, well, you know, I've been doing them for all these years. You know, I've got clients that I have from around the world, and I do a radio show, and I've been doing it for a while. So she's like, uh, okay, I'll do it. And went ahead and did the reading for her, and, and a lot of things came up. And uh, she's a little skeptical about everything. So, um, you know, given her time frames, and she's like, Oh, that's quite a while away, and it's like, oh, that can happen between now and then. You know, she's she's wanting me to help her make the decision, and I said that's one thing I won't do is tell you what to do, 
because you have free will. There's lots of opportunities and lots of things that can change because of your free will. You know, like when, you know, you decide to go, you know, leave tomorrow morning. If you normally make a right-hand turn out of your driveway, well, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing your normal routine, how you normally do things, which lead up in how you're going to go ahead and connect the dots. But if in tomorrow morning you decide, you know what? Had a reading. Maybe I maybe I need to make a left instead. Well, you could have changed the reading because you know we're seeing things as they normally would play out for you. But you have free will to change your mind. So if you change your mind, it's going to take you in a different direction. The opportunities that we see at a later date could actually happen a lot sooner for you. So when I'm seeing like October, November, it could happen June or July. You know, and I've had people come back. It's like, oh, you gave me a time frame, but it happened earlier. And that's the reason why. Because free will, free will, you can change so much going on into your future. We can go ahead and do a reading for you. And, you know, if you decide, you know what, I'm not getting out of the house. And you don't get out of the house. You can have a reading all you want to. We can tell you, yeah, you're going to get the job. If you don't go ahead and apply for a job, you're not going to get one. Or, you know, we tell you, yeah, we see a relationship coming to you this week. Well, you decide, you know what, I'm depressed. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying in the house. Or, you know, it's snowing out. We're getting snowed in. I don't feel like going out anywhere. You decide you're staying in the house. That's free will. You've changed the reading. You know, some people are like, oh, yeah, good excuse. Think about it, though. You know, if if normally you're like, you know, snow doesn't bother me, I'm just going out anyways, and you go ahead and go out, you're going to still meet the person you're, we're, we're picking up on meeting. But if you're like, you know what, I'm tired of the snow, it's cold, I just, I'm not going anywhere. And you decide, you know what the heck with it, let my neighbors shovel the driveway for me, I don't care. Then you changed it. You know, it's it's all how you go ahead and perceive things and how you go ahead and change them. You know, but it's all about... Um, you know, you're that free will, and it's nasty. I hate the free will part. It's like, come on, do some changes over here or something else. You know, just let it happen on its own. But unfortunately, that's the rules that you know our Creator has given us. It's like, no, you have free will. You decide how you're going to get from point A to point B, and what happens in between. And if you decide to go ahead and jump ahead to point C before you get to point B, then you're going to have to backtrack a little bit. So, and I wrote about that in my in my book, Humanity's Great Spiritual Awakening, which is on lulu.com. You can type in my name over there at um, R-E-V, Michael Carbone, and you'll find me on there, too. And you can go ahead and buy my book. And you can even download the e-version of it, too, so you can have it on your iPad or phone and, or your Kindle. And so, lots of new books coming out in the works, too. I've been told I have to start writing again. But that's about, you know, we're going to have to talk about more about free will in upcoming shows, so. Eric code 954, you're on the air. Hi, Michael. It's Anna. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure, um, dear. I have a question. Um, it's concerning someone from my past that I've been thinking about lately, and I'm wondering if he is in a serious relationship at this time to pick up. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting it. He's definitely not available. Mm-hmm. There is someone. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't want him back anyways. No. No. He hasn't changed. Oh, oh, I see. And this other person, are they able to deal with um, some things? 
Uh, not for long. <laughs> I didn't think so. No. no. Definitely not for long. Uh, he, and he has that problem. Nobody can deal with it for long. So that's why he, he goes from one relationship to the other. Kind of thought so. Mm-hmm. Anyone new coming around for me, you see? First thing I saw is November also. November. Mm. All the way to November. <laughs> Nothing before. Well, it could be before, but that's what I'm picking up at the latest is November. Huh. Would that be something uh, long-term or worthwhile? Uh, it'll definitely be worthwhile. I'm not sure how long-term, but it'll definitely be um, It'll be uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be, uh, 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 you're like, wow, where did you come from? <laughs> it'll definitely keep you going. Oh, that would be nice. Something different. <laughs> um, right now, I'm also concerned about a couple of financial situations that have me in a tizzy. I just wonder if you pick up anything about that issue. Uh, they're going to clear themselves out uh, by March, April. Oh, good. And I, I won't be, like, overburdened with the results? No. No, you won't. It's gonna it's gonna uh, work itself out for you. So oh, nothing you won't be able to handle. Uh, you see any improvement in the financial, you know, realm? Like anything coming in or unexpected or just any assistance? It's been a struggle. <laughs> um, seeing a little bit in June. In June. Yeah, it's gonna be a short term. So I'm, I'm wanting to say like. Oh coming into money real, you know, like a lump sum of money in June. Oh, lump sum would be very helpful. Yeah, because that's why I'm saying short term, so it's not going to be, uh, it's going to be something to help you out a little bit. I'd be happy for that. <laughs> Grateful. Um, one other thing, I just switched doctors because I've got an ongoing health thing. Do you think that he will be able to get to the bottom of what's going on? Yeah, you finally have a doctor who cares. Oh, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> one I've yeah. had has not been good at all. Yeah, the other one you had was more concerned with, uh, okay, where's your insurance and, um, you know, and see you later. Ah, exactly. you got the attitude, yeah. Yep. It was um, just totally nonchalant attitude. Yeah, and uh, hurrying up and wanting to get you out. And this one here is really nice and uh, really a caring, you know, a real doctor in, in the essence that he cares about his patients. Great. I've only been there once so far, so it's been hard to judge on, on just one, you know, visit. But um, I'm, I'm hoping I've got some x-rays coming in that I need them to look at. And um, you think that I'll be getting some help for the situation then? Yeah, yeah. This is a doctor that definitely, um, definitely cares, and uh, he's going to be running a couple other tests on you. Oh, good. All right. Whatever's necessary, because I, I need to get to the bottom. I have a painful situation. I need to resolve it. Great. Yeah. Do you, do it, you go ahead? I'm sorry to interrupt. I was going to say um, he he definitely cares. He's going to, you know, do everything that he can to to get to the uh, root of the problem. Uh huh. And definitely help you to go ahead and um, not necessarily cure it, but definitely treat it. 
Oh, that would be good. Yeah, anything would would helpful because it's been long-standing and it's been painful. Great. Okay, I appreciate that so much, Michael. Thank My you. pleasure. I, I can go to bed now. I've stayed up a little late tonight, but <laughs> I appreciate you being on. You have no a great problem. night. You too. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Area code 562, you're on the air. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you, dear? Okay, uh, I'm calling from Long Beach. Welcome, and how can I help you? I was wondering, um, I'm trying to get some um, insurance documents, and they're giving me a bad time. I'm thinking maybe they don't want to, or I don't know. Yeah, they're... You're not the only one they do this to. Um, they have a habit of doing this to a lot of people. So what do you do? Am I wasting my time? No, you got to keep on fighting. And um, you talk to uh, you. I want to say you don't really talk to anybody higher up. You keep getting whoever's on the phone. Okay. When when you call up and you try talking to them, say, look, I'm done talking to you know to the you know the people who answer the phone. I want your supervisor, and then even go higher than that. I've tried going to um, the state department because I keep getting a run around. One person shovels me over to another, but because it's insurance documents, um, they can't make them give anything up, you know, in regards to, you know, stuff like their in-house, their in-office paperwork, phone calls or anything like that. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm dazed. <laughs> yeah. I'm you worn just got to keep on Yeah, you just got to keep on uh when you go to call up and let them know you need somebody higher up in a company, keep on going that way in order to be able to go ahead and get any type of help. They did get make a, um, a caseworker, and I gave it to um, someone I um, like an attorney to to look at it. She's a paralegal, like a friend, and she was going she was going to call. I was wondering if it would be fruitful for her. Are they going to like blow her off too? They're going to try to, but they'll realize like, uh oh, we got somebody here that's uh, going to fight back. Hmm. Okay, because I have a meeting in a couple of weeks where I'm going to need this stuff. Yeah, she'll be able to help you out. Because I'm just, you know, worried about it because I need this. Otherwise, I'm dead in the water. Yeah, no, that she'll be able to definitely help you out with it. Like I said, they they won't give her a hard time. She'll she'll have some legal terms and uh, everything else. That she'll be able to go ahead and. And talk to them, and they'll be like, "Uh uh-oh, this woman knows what she's talking about. It's like, get her the paperwork. Because, you know, uh, we did subpoena the records, and they blew us off. So, yeah, and they're just, like, giving everyone a hard time. I said, you're not the only one they do this to, but she definitely will get some some paperwork for you. I also sent a letter to the governor. Is that going to be fruitful? No. It's not it's not big enough news um newsworthy for them to really do anything about it. Okay. Anything my guides wanna tell me? Just keep hanging in there. You've been doing good. Oh, I feel worn out. 
<laughs> it, it'll be over soon. Uh, I feel like a cat going around, you know, where cats chase their tails, and then they just drop from exhaustion. That's how I feel. Yeah, and now, like I said, they're they're wanting to let you know that, um, you know, it's going to be over soon. You'll have some, you know, some clarity to the situation, and then you can just go ahead and pick up the pieces and move forward. Okay, but they are going to release those documents that's going to prove I'm telling the truth. That's what it's all about, proving I'm telling the truth. Yeah, and that's why that's why they won't release them. You know, if if it proved in their favor, they'd be like, "Here's the documents, not a problem." Right. But it proves in your in your area, so they'd have to pay out. So they don't want to release those. They're gonna be like, "Oh no, we're not gonna show that this woman is correct. We're gonna keep fighting it." But this this female is going to fight. Is going to uh, be more successful than me. Oh yeah, she knows how to how to get through and and talk their terminology to them. And that's what's gonna that's what's gonna scare them. So she'll, they'll be definitely be uh, okay. Uh, give her this paperwork. Uh, what about uh, the meeting at uh, the end of uh, I think it's end of February. I think I have a meeting in the end of February. It's gonna go well if if at if the meeting even happens at all. It may end up getting cleared off by uh, before then. Oh really. Yeah, because I'm getting it's like eh, it's kind of questionable on that that the meeting may not even take place. Because we have to, we have trial in May. We have to get ready and put all dot our eyes and t's. Yeah, so there may be some you know some clarifying and getting everything out of the way before then. So they might say we we, we have everything we don't need to do that. Yeah, like or, I said, she'll be able to get the paperwork, and once you do that, then you know you're not really going to have to do that. Uh, do the um. That meeting. Okay, because it's, it's going to answer all the questions. Yep. The other, the other thing is, um, I have with this, when this case all started, I had medical records from a hospital, and um, if I go back now and get a new copy, are they going to match? Yes. They are going to match. Yep. You didn't doctor them at all since then? No. No, I'm getting a bill match. You're getting a match. Hmm. Okay. What's my best evidence? Yeah. Listen, it's all going to be taken care of for you, dear. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, keep a- hanging in there. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. I know it's always hard when you're you're struggling and trying, and you feel like it's like oh I you know I can't get any worse, and you know just know it helps everything in life helps make you stronger, keeps you going, and like I tell everyone, as long as you have faith, then things will work out for the best. You know I had um, one person that uh, had a reading for and. It's like, well, if I don't get this money, then I'm going to lose all this stuff that I had in storage. And it's like, and it's just stuff. If if it doesn't work out for you, if you know, and uh, you can get the money, it's just stuff. What do you actually need there? And you're like, well, that's true. You know, so things work out the way that they're supposed to work out for you. And a lot of times, you know, you can go to different readers and get different messages, and you're still like, well, that doesn't quite answer what I wanted to know. 
And it's like, well, a lot of times maybe the messages are that you don't need to know. It's just going to help you to be a stronger person and to go ahead and um, be able to move forward. Because if you had the answers to the toughest questions in life, you wouldn't want to wake up in the morning. You'd be like, oh, no, I don't want to deal with that. So a lot of times the spirit's like, no, you don't need to know anything right now. Just let the cards fall where they're going to fall and... Um, you know, they'll make sure that make sure taken care of. You know, I keep telling everyone, you know, as long as you have faith, you're not going to be homeless. You know, because a lot of those who end up being homeless are the ones who have totally given up and lost hope, and then they end up being homeless, and everything just goes crazy for them. But you know, as long as you manage to say, you know, I have faith, it's going to work out. The universe sees that everything falls into place for you to help work out for you. Here we go, 937. You're on the air. Hi. This is Sandy. Hi, Sandy. How can I help you? Oh, I was wondering if you could tell me if you see anyone coming in my life, a uh, relationship, before too long. Um, actually getting in March. Oh, okay. Uh, it's going to be through friends of yours. And what I'm seeing is about six foot six one. Um. Uh, had dark hair, dark eyes, and um, seeing a goatee. Wow. Okay. So I don't know him yet? No. Or I haven't met him. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I'm trying or pursuing a um, lawsuit against the hospital for uh, letting my mother fall and breaking the whole side of her face. Should I pursue that, or is it just going to be a case to let drop? Uh, pursue that. Pursue it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, um, uh, I want to say evidence pointing to the fact of their negligence. Okay. Well, actually, they had her at the one hospital, and they, yeah, they did not watch her at all where she had fall risk. I have all the documentations. I have the pictures of the bracelets that says fall risk. And uh, they left her fall. It broke the whole left side of her face. So they took her to the trauma center at another hospital to see if she could handle having the metal bars put into her face to keep them intact. And then uh, when they put her in the tunnel thing and they ran her back out, they left her drop or left her fall too. So it's like I'm considering both hospitals because it's done well. No, number one, it's taking her life away from her. Um, and then the other thing is, is that it's just put her through so much pain that here at the end of her life is just it's horrifying. Yeah, and now, like I said, you know, they they definitely were negligent. So um, definitely go ahead and uh, and do that. There's some procedures that they need to follow, and they've been lax on it. Okay. And this will definitely make them to uh, you know straighten some things out. Okay. Unfortunately, your mom had to suffer in order for them to to clear things up. Yes. Well, I've been torn in between of going ahead and filing the lawsuit or 
just taking it and dropping it and just considering it because of her getting ready to pass now. But, you know, I'm just torn in between. But it's just put her through so much pain, and it has basically just taken her life. It cut her life short. Yeah. So it's kind of scary. So do you see me – well, I got laid off. I went back. Do you see me getting another job or another job within within the plant that I'm at? Um, Definitely a change by the end of February. Oh, okay. That yeah, they're doing re or different work there, or starting different stuff. And I just had a feeling they were going to put me back on the forklift and grab the product and bring it out and stuff. I I don't know why that's been in the back of my mind. So I just wanted to see what you had to say about that. Yeah, is that around the time frame that they're doing the change? Um, within the yeah, um, we're back to work. We're going to be working a few like one or two more weeks, and then we're having a shutdown so that they can change all the stuff around. But then we're going to need, as soon as we get called back, long about the end of February. Yeah, so that's when they're going to be changing, and, and uh, you'll definitely definitely have the change there. And you'll you'll be happy that you'll like it. I'll be happy. Oh, thank you. That sounds great. Because Well, that's what I was doing beforehand. Then they put me in production, and... Uh, you know, I've kept my forklift license and stuff, so I've just figured that I was hoping they'd put me back there. Yeah, so, you didn't really like great. production. You were like, uh, no, I don't like this. Oh, right. <laughs> it's just standing in one place, and I can't do that. Yeah. I can't so do that. So that's why you'll be—you'll definitely be a lot happier when you go ahead and get back into the doing doing the forklift. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Well, thank you very much, and a uh, great show. I've enjoyed very every bit of it. Well, thank you very much, and uh, let me know how everything works out for you. Hey, yes. Um, where do you do? What is it? Is it at the bottom of the page here? I'm on Blog Talk. Is it on the bottom of the page or anything to make the contribution? I don't see it. Um, actually, if you go to uh, my website, which is bethelightchapel.com. Okay. And there'll be the link on um, on there for that. Okay, well, I was looking for it on Blog Talk, so that that sounds good. I'll do that then. Well, thank you very much for your time, and you have thank a great you. evening. Uh-huh. You do the same. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Yeah, at one point, Blog Talk wouldn't let us go ahead and, and post links and things like that, and, but now that I'm paying $250 for this, they allow me to do pretty much anything I want to now. So that's why you see some advertisers. We had some other advertisers coming on. We had to have uh, Jennifer Casper had to um, back out. Uh, she's got a lot going on, so she's not going to be on the show anymore. It was fun having her on here. Wonderful. Um, she's from GuardianAngelReadings.net. So, but uh, she was wonderful having her on here as a guest. But I have some other advertisers coming on board for us to help us out a little bit. Uh, but like I said, if you go to my website. Uh, be the like chapel.com and click on the donation link. You can do a one time or you can do a monthly. And I have different uh, price ranges on there. You can go ahead and do that. And it goes through PayPal. And they do checks and e checks and credit cards too. And, and if you do, do not want to go ahead and do one of those, then um, I can go ahead and process your credit card because I have a credit card processing company that I use for the metaphysical shop that I'm at. So I can go ahead and do something that way too if you really wanted to go that route. But um, I'm going to have to go ahead and 
post a little bit um a little bit more work on a blog on a blog talk page here, so it'll be easy for anyone who wants to help out post all the links. Never a dull moment, that's for sure. But you know, I, I told um told her the universe and, and our creator, I said, you know, I'm ready. Open up the doors and let the changes happen. And then that's when I got the calling to build the church. I had a few people ask me if I thought of doing one locally near my house. So I'm, I'm working on that. And it seems like the online version has taken off. So yeah. I kept saying, well, if this is where I need to go, then you know, open up these doors and help me with the opportunities. And uh, the universe has not let me down. They're like, nope, this is where you need to go, and this is what you need to do, and we're being syndicated. Um, North American Psychic Paranormal Network, NAPPN.net, is broadcasting our shows live. If you go on their website and you click on chat, and they use uh, Tiny Chat, and it's also uh, where you can listen to the shows. So they have us on their schedule. So the same schedule you see here on BTR you'll see there on their website too. So they decided to basically syndicate us. So we're syndicated. And they want us to go ahead and start doing video. And then they have another website they're open up to that we're going to be a part of. So uh, we're expanding multiple areas. So we're trying to get out the word out to uh, to help as many people as we can. Uh, that's the calling that I've had. I am a non-denominational minister as well. So uh, can do spiritual guidance for you and talk about spiritual things if you need to. You can get a hold of me on my website. And like I said, you Google me if you wanted to also. Just put in Michael Carbone and you'll find me all over the place. My play, MySpace, Facebook, Twitter, High Five, uh, Foursquare, all over the place. And I'm adding on more more places too. So, um, you know, I'll keep everyone up to date, but uh, really appreciate it. You know, even if you can make, like I said, even a dollar contribution and donation. And uh, I go ahead, and anyone that makes a contribution of any type, you know, I ask the universe, like, you know, I thank you very much for their contribution. Please bless them um, tenfold to help them uh, in return. And, you know, it's just a way of going ahead and, and saying thank you. And the universe does help pay you back and, um, you know, sees to it. It's like, you know, I've had that mentality when I write out bills. I say, "Well, it's only money. It's only money." And people laugh. It's like, what "The hell are you talking about?" It's like, it "Must be nice to get you loaded." Then I said, "No, I'm not. Far from it." You know, I I don't make any money off of doing uh, the website work, taking whatever money I get from readings and doing the shows. But I never, you know, seem to be without. You know, if I uh, get a scratch off ticket, I'll win thirty, forty bucks. Or it's like, okay, I had a sponsor back out, and the next thing I'm getting two people like, oh, I want to be a sponsor. So, you know, it's working its way around. And, you know, and that's the way, you know, you have to start being with things and have faith. Say, so, you know, universe isn't going to let me down. I'm ready. I'm willing to go where you need me to go to and just open up the doors and let me have it. And they'll let you have it, all right. Just got prepared. Be willing to go ahead and, and work for it and, and, um, See what direction they take you in, because you never know. Never know where life is going to take you. I mean, I never thought I'd ever be on the radio and doing this. And uh, I've had other other guests that we have on here, and they're like, "No, this is just a stepping stone. You've got bigger things coming." And I'm like, "I'm ready. Let me have it. I'm ready to do it." 
Hello, Skype caller. You're on the air. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Michael, thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. How can I help you? I'm calling you because um, uh, I'm a little worried because I got uh, some dreams. And uh, it seems uh, that uh, it's related to my family. Something uh, uh, will happen. So can you pick up something uh, on that? Uh, I'm getting it's just a dream. There's there's uh, there's nothing there for you to be to be uh, concerned about. Mm. We have nothing to worry there. Oh, because it was recurrent, recurrent dreams, and uh, it happened that uh, I had uh, dreams that uh, something happened. You know, so. You- yeah, you no. haven't talked to your family in a while. Oh yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And and that's why you're having these dreams because you're worried about them and all. But there's nothing for you to really worry about. They'll be fine. You just need to call them. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, so yeah. just a dream, yeah. Yep, yeah, just a dream. It's just because you haven't seen them in a while. And mm-hmm. you're worried, and you're worried about them. You just go, you know, you just need to go ahead and give them a call and and talk to them. Okay. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> you're welcome, dear. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, sometimes dreams are just dreams. Um, you know, and and that's what you know when you look at dream interpretations, it's about things that you're worried about. And try to go ahead and, and pick apart your dream. But if you know, I've come to realize when it comes to dealing with family matters, if you're dreaming about them being hurt, it's because you haven't talked to them in a while and you're kind of worried. Um, which is what you know. Usually, I pick up on for that. Eric five zero eight, you're on the air. Oh. Hi, Michael. Yes, dear. How are you? Oh, good. All right. I wasn't too sure if I was on. Okay. Um, I have a few questions for you, and they'll be really fast. I just wanted to know if um, I'm renting right now, and I'm really looking to get a house, and I'm wondering if you see me doing this, getting a home. Yeah. uh, I want to say April or May. Okay. And and you see a home or or a condo or... Do you feel uh, anything? I'm getting a condo. You'll be better off in a condo. Okay. All right. Now, my ex-husband was interested in moving with me. Do you see that happening? No. It wouldn't be a good choice for you. He, he. I want to say, I keep saying, I, he's a slob. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, that's your, yeah. Has, okay. Was he that way? Um, I don't know. Not, I don't know. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. I don't know. But you just don't see that happening together? No. And um, would you have an idea where I'm going to be moving to? Like, am I moving? Because I was looking at places like towards the Cape. Can you see any of that? Or? Uh, I'm not getting any specifics, but um, you're definitely going to be moving definitely um, closer towards water. 
Okay, water. And then just one more question. Um, my daughter's been going out with a man for about a year now. Do you see them getting engaged at all? If it's not this year, it'll definitely be next year. Okay. All right. They make, well, they make a great they make a great couple. Yeah, they really do. They really do. And thank you very much for your time. You're welcome, dear. Let me know how everything goes for you. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Area code 440, you're on the air. Good evening. Thanks for taking the call. How can I help you? I was wondering if you uh, could tell me anything about a relationship coming into my life and if it's somebody new, somebody I know, timing, and if there's anything I need to do to meet this person. I'm getting by the uh, 25th of May. Okay. Uh, It's definitely somebody that you've known from your past but you haven't seen in a while. Uh, you weren't involved with them before. It was more or less like uh, a distant type friendship. Okay. And you'll definitely be uh, running into them again. And um, somebody that you had an interest, somewhat of an interest in. Okay. And it'll definitely, there's not much you have to do. You'll just run into each other when you're out, out and about. Okay. Very good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have yourself a great night. You too. Bye. Well, we've only got four minutes left. I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. Let me go ahead and pull up my episode to do a, a um, quick rundown of our upcoming guests. Because, I mean, it changes quickly. Uh, let me see. Yep, Sunday, uh, tomorrow night, um, uh, no show on Saturday. And I had somebody ask me if I did shows on Saturday. It's like, no, I take Wednesdays and Saturdays off. I need two days a week to rest. Uh, but actually, uh, Jeff Baker from America's Psychic Challenge is going to be here for the first hour. He wants to do one hour with us. He's going to be here on Sunday the 30th at 10 o'clock. Then I have on uh, the 31st, Psychic Medium Jason. You've seen him here on Blog Talk Radio. He's going to be joining me for a while. And on February 1st, Gary Weimer. Master of Lithomancy for the first hour. And um, he does, he takes crystals, and um, he'll tell you to go ahead and just say drop. When you're ready, he shakes them in his hand, and he drops them down into a circle. And if you visit his website, information will be coming up. And he reads them according to how they fall, which is wonderful. I had a reading from him, and it's like, it's still working out the way he said it would. So then we have Sarah Wiseman coming in. February 6th, Tori Alla from America's Psychic Challenge. She's going to be with us for an hour. We're going to be talking about the Chinese New Year and psychic kids, and she's going to actually be taking some of your calls. It's going to be uh, interesting to have her on here. She's a wonderful person to speak with. And i got psychic medium Kevin Baird coming in on the 11th. Scott Grossberg, uh, Thinking Magically. Tessa Destiny is coming here. Matt Fraser. He's also coming onto the show. And February 27th, Lynn Miller from America's Psychic Challenge is coming on here also. We're going into March. We have Tanya Douglas, Mark Anthony, and Psychic Medium Psychic and Medium Gail Kirk is going to be coming with us too. So we have quite a few different guests coming on. 
And, you know, I didn't go through every single day when I come in because we have some guests who are going to be here a couple of times and all. So uh, it's always changing quickly. So go ahead and visit my website, BeTheLikeChapel.com. Sign up for the newsletter because we're going to start doing weekly newsletters to let you know for the upcoming shows coming on. We may have some impromptu shows also. So and you'll find a whole bunch of other opportunities going on there. And don't forget, when you're on the website, You'll see on there, people who like us, click on that and vote for us because it's on. Uh, it's going to help us hopefully to be able to win a $25,000 hiring grant where it will help us get the physical church going. We can hire some people to work in our metaphysical gift shop and actually maybe even hire some people with um, to help us with the shows. So lots of wonderful opportunities coming up, but we need your help to do this. So click on the link on the website. You'll see where people like us cast your vote. You know, help out with a love donation of any type. If you can, don't feel obligated that you have to, but any little bit helps. And the biggest help you can do, tweet about us, Facebook for us, post our link everywhere, and tell everyone, you've got to tune into the show. That's the biggest thing you can do to help us out, because you know, without you, we'd have no show, and we really appreciate that. So until Sunday night, everybody... Have yourself a wonderful evening, and know that if know that if you have not heard so today, you are loved because I love you, and so does God, whichever God you believe in. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>